0: This is Such Fun, a podcast devoted to the discussion, education, and celebration of all things fisting. Whether you're a curious newbie or an elbow-deep connoisseur, this podcast is for you. I'm artist Big Buck Geek, and I'm blogger Jazmataz. Let's get to it. Let's have such fun. back
1: oh my god i just heard i'm so sorry
0: oh about my baby
1: <laughs> yeah your dead baby yeah you're you so, about I'm so sorry about your dead baby. have you heard no. about my dead baby i do you, no did I, have to, I, I actually i i was i was walking down the street in a bright in brighton town um, and, and there was a woman who had like, just on the back of her neck, she had a, a, a very black and white harsh tattoo of a baby. I thought, God, that's fucking creepy. And then I got a bit closer, and then it was like, de- you know, and it was just like, m- like May 2013 to June, t- to June 23- 2013, I thought, oh God, it's, that's a picture of your dead baby's face on the back of your neck. Oh, wow. So. <laughs> that's tragic. <laughs> It's tragic, but also, like, but, so people can, like, bring that up with you every day. As people go, oh, so that dead baby on the back of you, and I'm like, yeah, my dead baby. Like, that creepy. was a choice. That's not, I mean, maybe yeah. have the name somewhere, the day, sure. But it was like, no, no, we're going to put my dead baby's face in the back of my neck. So welcome <laughs> to series three. <laughs> welcome back. We're back on our bullshit. Queer as ever. People continue to give us money to do
0: this. Can you believe? <laughs> We've got your money now. It's too late. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I, I feel like I'm more fucked up than ever. <gasps> well, let's discuss. How how long's it been since uh, our last episode of season two? Uh,
1: what's it been? Six months? Seven months? Yeah. Bearing in mind, we record a bit further in advance. So it's been a while. It's been a, a while.
0: while, a long a while,
1: while. it's been a long while, but yeah, we, um, uh, Kickstarter again, gosh and golly. Yeah. We smashed it. Fucking set- you were like, no, it's too big. It's, t- it's too big. Excuse <laughs> it's too me. B- it's too big, BBG. It's too big a goal. It doesn't sound like something. That we can't take like it. it. We can't take it. No. <laughs> and I was like, no, we watch can you. do it. <laughs> we can watch me do that. Watch me set this goal. Watch us fucking smash it.
0: And we did. We did. We did and so again we have to say a massive 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 thank you to everybody who donated and everybody who shared and liked and retweeted and whatever um so that we got over the line and like <laughs> like i was elated at the at the beginning of season 2 that we we'd made that much and now this is like triple that amount so it's just we're yeah. we're playing with the big boys now we're playing with the joe rogans if you will
1: Oh God! Okay.
0: <laughs> anyway, back to babies.
1: You want to talk more about my dead baby?
0: Yeah. Well. Uh, okay. You, you mentioned that uh, not so long ago you had uh, a little baby growing in your throat, a little um, a little uh, what do you call it? Um, throat what, gonorrhea. gonorrhea. Throat. Yeah. Isn't that the baby yeah. we're talking about?
1: Sure. Some no, the, I, no, I said to you, like, I thought it was really weird. Of all, the, of all the STIs for me to get, and it's important for you to get checked, I think we've covered before, um, I came back with throat gonorrhea. And I'm like, I haven't sucked a dick in so long. So I don't know what the fuck found its
0: way in there. Fast forward however many months, and lo and behold, uh, uh, I went for my STI check last week and also have throat gonorrhea. It's the one thing I've picked up in the last however many months. Riddle. Uh, at least three months
1: but you got throat gonorrhea i lost my voice something in the waters
0: mm. did you stick your tongue in your in my mouth at all
1: um only while while you were sleeping
0: maybe that's where i got it yeah Ah, uh, also my penis oh penis yeah that's the other thing i don't stick penises <laughs> in my throat either like it's no, a you're very, not much of a sucker a very... are you no yeah
1: not. On no special occasions. And generally, it's generally like, if I'm going to suck on one, it's generally quite a big one. Yeah. And normally it's the point where like, I can't feel all this in here. So I'm very like, eyes bigger than my belly. So nothing's really getting down there. So I don't really know what it is. <laughs> it's too so big. You know, it's
0: it's very... Very about that, you know. um Yeah. See, I'm just rubbish <laughs> at sucking. I'm, I'm rubbish at deep throating. That's why I don't do it. I'm rubbish at sucking generally. I'm just like, I'll do it like a lollipop for like thirty seconds, and then be like, okay, let's get to the sex.
1: Yeah.
0: As though sucking isn't. Yes. Yeah, yeah.
1: I know. It's in my tiny little mind. <laughs> for all our talk of like fisting is real sex, it's real sex. But then like sucking, no, you're not having. I'm real as sex. bad.
0: No. What are I'm you as doing? As bad as the non-fisters who all say our fisting's not sex. It's like, oh, after you do the fisting, do you have the sex? <laughs> and I'm just like, well, hold on a second. But uh, after that the I'm fisting, a- then we
1: make it the babies. We make it the babies after, yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs>
0: then we get the throat gonorrhea.
1: Yeah. So I I know what I wanted to ask you. Go going into our third series, um, and all the traveling that we've got to do this this series. So exciting! My God, I find
0: airport. Apple- I know. I find airports so stressful though. But thank you. Um we if we Well, I don't. I operate very well in airports because my husband is a stress ball when it comes to okay. airports, so I've learned how to calm myself down and calm him down. Right. So, we're going to be fine. Well,
1: we're not actually flying together anyway until I think the states, are we?
0: Correct. Yeah. So, until that point you're on your own.
1: Um if we haven't already if if we haven't already at this point, we will publish our travel dates so you can like find a way to connect with us at some point <sighs> change your travel plans um so you can come to a city near near uh, near us no do you know what i wanted to ask you the big question for me for this series what is your goal with this series what are your got what are your hopes and dreams
0: you've put me on Mr Matas <laughs> we should we we should have discussed this earlier no <laughs> um i want to go deeper i received some comments after season 2 because I specifically asked Twitter, like, what would you like to see? Um, where would you like like us to explore? Like, what do you think was missing from previous seasons? And and then you got hate mail. Then I got hate mail. <coughs> <coughs> death threats. Throat gonorrhea. And Fuck the trolls. Fuck the trolls. <laughs> Hit the blog button. But I did get some, some really good comments uh, specifically about going deeper for this series. So where we have maybe just scratch the surface with some topics be it whatever like douching um planning your fisting sessions planning your fisting partners whatever it may be um how do we get deeper into a topic and i know that that has a lot to do with the guests that we have on and the questions that we ask them so um without promising anything i think we're going to be hearing from guests um in a little more depth this time um And I look forward to kind of delving deeper in and and seeing what there is there because, you know, as I'm sure is the case for you, BBG, um, the longer I fist, the more I think about these things and the more things evolve for me, Um, which will bring us in a second to to a a main topic for, for this episode. But it's a yeah. For me, it's about getting deeper. Like, what have we not actually explored yet? Because the 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 list is endless, right? You start talking about something, and you always find you can go deeper. Uh, So that's my goal, and to have a whole heap of fun along the way, get to know a whole bunch of people, um, Hmm. uh, to reignite friendships with people I haven't seen in a long time from the pen, you know, due to the pandemic um, at Darklands in the US. Um, Yeah. That's that's it, it's pretty, pretty freaking exciting. What about you, BBG? What are your goals for this series? I'm just looking for love. BBG is looking for love in all the wrong places.
1: I'm just looking for a nice man um, to settle down with. Settle down. Um, I'm just playing the long game with this. I'm just hoping to find a nice husband at, out of this series. Um, somewhere in all my travels. I am available.
0: Can we <laughs> do an episode where we have like behind the three doors of th- <laughs> three mysterious men? <gasps> yeah. Just don't put. The- yeah, we'll do Zoom,
1: but like, but like, um, uh, but like, turn off the cameras, and I'll just ask them questions, and they'll just give answers. Yeah, and it's like three famous fisters. Great, and I'll like, I'll go for fister number three. <laughs> Great
0: i th- I can think of already a huge list of men I think that would <laughs> that you would love to have on if you can organize this for me, I'll be very happy I'll be very very happy uh, we'd be able to guess them by their voices instantly I think yeah. a lot of them so yeah,
1: so you're looking to go deep on this on on this series i'm I'm looking to make it as shallow as possible um and I think that's what makes us a great team
0: ah. <laughs> uh.
1: So we had a topic for this episode. So very in line with um our absence. This might be the longest absence that we've had. I
0: think with six,
1: seven months. Yeah, definitely.
0: Is it? Yeah. Is it? Yeah, yeah. No,
1: maybe no. Maybe between series one and two was longer.
0: No, I don't think it was because we just kind of rolled on. and We were like, great, that we're we. We're, we're... It never really stopped for us. But no. yeah,
1: write in and tell us. You you probably no better than us no so so we're talking about taking a break exactly obviously we took a little break from this but also just taking a break from your play from fisting as well and and all other kind of connotations of yeah what taking a break means to us as fisters and it's had a a is it a slightly different connotation for me over the past few months as well which we'll get into
0: interesting interesting
1: what does it mean for you mr
0: mataz what does taking a break mean to you So here's the thing. Let's start at the very beginning. In January, I decided after talking with some fisters in the community about taking a break and I I posted on Twitter Twitter about it and got people's opinions, uh, I decided to take my own break Um, for a plethora of reasons. Uh, The number one thing, the instigator of it was I was curious. I was like, okay, I've been fisting for 10 years, never taken a break. Um, And by break, I mean like anything longer than one month. So I was super curious to experiment with it because a lot of, I'd heard before that people had found it fruitful, that they'd found it worthwhile, that it had given them a new perspective on their fisting and what they want and how to juggle fisting with life, which is something that I've struggled with before. A secondary reason popped up, which was I was no longer happy with uh my drug use because full disclosure i don't think i've fisted sober for a good few years and i hate to say that on here because i i know that people relate to us in some way as role models and you know as hunger ff also says i'm not a role model um i make personal decisions that i definitely don't want people to follow But this was something that had been happening for a good few years that I hadn't fisted while sober, which I'm ashamed of because I started fisting 10 years ago completely sober and I still can fist, of course, completely sober. It was about stopping this habit that I'd gotten into and discovering that I just needed to build practice in fisting sober again so that i would start enjoying it and just leave the drugs completely so over the last year and a half or so i was reducing my drug intake very significantly to the point of of not taking very much at all um, for a session and then wondering okay how do i stop taking completely and finding that it would be best for me to pause my fisting for a little while clear my head focus on some other things like my job um like planning my life like focusing on my partner and so that's what i did January, I stopped drinking alcohol even for a month, Um, stopped smoking weed, stopped taking anything else, stopped fisting. It came at a strange time because it was the middle of winter and when I stopped fisting, I also kind of stopped the connection I have to some fisting friends that was also difficult for them and for me. But it was something that in my heart I knew was the right step to take for a certain amount of time. So it ended up being two and a half months. fisting break which i'm sure to some people sounds like no time at all because especially over the last two years some people have not fisted over this entire time or some people didn't fist for a year so two and a half months sounds like some abysmal effort it's like well come on that's not that hard but for me as someone who had been fisting every two weeks for two years uh that was a really big step to take one of the other contributing factors is that my best friend and this is where it gets even more personal my best friend um who is, has also been my primary lover for seven years, he has been struggling with a drug addiction for the last two years, um, an addiction to GHB. And I was finally able to visit him again after not seeing him for a long time, and I, I found that I fell in love with him all over again, despite thinking before that that maybe our connection had been lost. And he's also a fister. I, I trained him to fist. Uh, and he's one of the most talented Fisters I've ever met. Um, and so going and visiting him, because we don't live in the same city, going to visit him again, um, I was really struck with this this feeling of falling absolutely in love with somebody who I knew was broken. Uh, or maybe that's badly expressed, not broken, but somebody that I thought was a different person or I thought was not struggling in life and now I know is struggling immensely. Uh, he's since gone into a clinic. He went last week and that was also very hard because now I feel like I'm living without him because I have no contact with him. But nevertheless, I fell in love with him again in January and I was like, okay, he and I can't have sex together because of the, you know, where, what he's dealing with. Um, and I felt in a sense that I wanted to wait for him or just pause my sex life and come to terms with how I feel um, with him. So that, it's very complicated. It's very, the, my, my, my resolve was just put things on hold for a while, take a breath, focus on other things, see if I can find some, some peace. Cause I wasn't at peace. Uh, I think I'm still not at peace um, because the fistic break, sorry, I, I feel like I'm monologuing for ages by now. Don't no, go on. Um, the fisting break brought with it some wonderful things and some difficult things. The wonderful things, and I wrote a little list, but I'll just mention a few. I discovered that my sexuality is not limited to fisting. And I think that's, I mean, that's a no-brainer, right? But it's something that I had, I had ignored for a long, long time, was that my sexuality is, is this abundant palette of colors, and I was ignoring all of these other things. For example, just a simple fuck, specifically without getting high. Like, just a sober fuck with a guy I really like, with an average-sized dick, and feeling surprisingly orgasmic. I was like, what is going on? My whole body is tingling because I'm with a guy that I like. I don't care whether his dick stretches me out or not. That's not what it's about. Not always. Feeling that and, and, like, noticing... My body actually works in all sorts of different ways. That was an eye-opener for me. And I only got to experience that because I took a fisting break, because I was allowing myself time to focus on other aspects of my sexuality, other people who are not fisters, uh, like this one special guy. Uh, Another aspect, almost the same thing, is um, fucking pussy, Like, like pussy pussy, like vulva pussy, vagina pussy, something else I hadn't done in a good few years. Yeah, just allowing myself to enjoy that. I know a trans guy very well, and we're good friends. And actually, my husband was sick with COVID at the time, and I was like, "I'm not staying in this house. I'm gonna have a quarantine fuck week." So I bounced from bed to bed <laughs> between a few friends and fucked every night. Um, and one of one of the friends was this trans guy, and um, and so that was yeah, just a wonderful experience. And I was like, I actually don't think I would have allowed myself. The space for this if i was still fisting every second weekend and in the weeks between uh recovering and trying to get my job done and things it was just like okay i'm calm down and i've calmed down in my sexuality so i can just explore things in a slight way rather than extreme things all the time
1: i think i said to you when you when you told me about this break probably in january i fully supported it and understood the reasons why you were doing it and i think i said to you at the time you realize you have nothing to prove to anyone you have in terms of your fisting your plate like you like your hole is not gonna seize up some miraculous you know you're a very talented fister you have nothing to prove on that score um equally you know people who you know if they claim to be your friend and supportive of you even if it's just a relationship that's fundamentally built on sex and fisting if they are your friend then they will also support that decision as well right i get i mean i guess i have the luxury of like I, I don't have a relationship with you that's based that's based on a foundation of sex and fi- well i guess fisting <laughs> <a different> <laughs> very much but you know but you know i'm not that that's not the baseline of our friendship right so i guess i have that luxury of like well yeah you can take sex out of the equation and i'd still have a fi- friendship with you as maybe that's different with other people in your life but I thought, well, that's... If they are your friends, they will understand and support that as well and understand the reasons for that. Yeah. And it's not going anywhere. Your, your first thing life isn't going anywhere. It'll be there for you when you get back and hopefully with... You know, and I've obviously... We, and we've covered this before. We're, we're in very different places in terms of drug activity. Mm. And we've never... And I think one of the successes and why that episode we did last series, I think it went so well, is because we never judged anyone on that spectrum. Mm. It was just like, here we are as different points on a compass. You yeah. have different experiences yeah. and different different levels of activity and experience. Um, but you know, if 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 you find a way to play in in a way that doesn't rely on drugs or is less heavy on drugs, I only me personally yeah. only see that as a positive. And yeah, um,
0: absolutely. And it's never
1: and that's never judging anyone anyone for their drug use. I mean, I engage in recreational drug use now and then. Um, I forget when they're like, oh, my friend's wedding. That was it in, in March. Mm-hmm. Sorry, completely off topic. But it was, um, I mean, you've been to the house. Uh, mm-hmm. that house, go- that gorgeous yeah. big apartment. Oh, yeah. Gorgeous. And it was, so like, so like my friend who I was there with was, oh, come into the bathroom. Come into the bathroom. We're going to do some drugs. And I was like, okay. And then, and then our friend of 14 years, whose wedding was like bursting into the bathroom. It was like, oh God, like we're getting caught out. And he was like, Guys, you can do it in the living room like it's fine. Like, the only weird thing is you're being secretive about this like we're all cool here like it's fine. It was really weird <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm not, I' not I, I'm, I'm not judgmental when it comes to drugs, but, but it's mm. but, you know as we've covered many times, it doesn't go hand in hand for fisting and sex for me. so right. if you're able to get to a, a, a place where these things they're not actually mutually exclusive, but at least they are divisible from one another. If and when they need to be i think
0: that's only a positive you're exactly right i mean i I mentioned my best friend and his addiction to ghb he and i developed our interest in ghb together and that is a, a thing that i'm quite ashamed of to admit these days because he went down a dark path with it and i did not and that is by the grace of god that i did not also go down that dark path and to see what it has done to him and and to feel the way i feel because of what's happened um that has contributed immensely to my decision and what i found is that now all it is so if if you don't mind me getting technical for a minute oh please do thank you all it is is your brain is an electrochemical machine and you add certain chemicals to it or certain chemicals that that enable it to function in a certain way, but uh, in, a, in a man-made way rather than a natural way. Um, so you achieve good feelings that you can also achieve completely without drugs. You just need to find your way there. Um, if you are practicing and repeating this process in the same way every time, say you're taking a pill every time, then your brain wires... It, in a certain way. So it if it's repeating something, let's go for an analogy. Let's say you're um, sliding down a snowy slope in winter with your little toboggan or sled or whatever. You slide down the hill and at first there's no tracks in the snow. And so it could go any way. You don't have so much control over the sled itself. Um, it'll, it'll go how it goes. But the more times you slide down the hill, the more likely it is that your sled will using the grooves that you've made before. That is you repeating an activity. And the more you do it, the more your brain knows the tracks that'll go, that it needs to go down, right? And so it becomes harder every time to undo those connections and undo um, that route that your sled has taken. So it can be difficult. And it, like the first time I had sex without, without chems recently, it was a disaster, I didn't feel any pleasure. And I was the entire time I was wondering why. I was like, what do I need to do to make this good? Should I take something? And I was like, no, that's clearly not the right way. That's not where I want to go. And then the moment after that time, the second time I tried, it was wonderful. So I just need to break the habit. I need to um, go to a new hill or a new part of the hill where there were no, no tracks anymore. Taking that step was was necessary and helpful. So your body can do all sorts of things without drugs you just need to take that step that courageous step that's a journey that i'm on if you're on that journey as well know that you're you're not alone in this and it takes time um and you will fall you will fail and that's okay yeah i get it's not easy and i would also never say don't take any drugs because i think that's unrealistic i'm trying to work out for myself when do i want to take drugs Uh, with whom do I want to take drugs and that kind of brings me to the next point you mentioned friends like fisting friends needing to be okay that I was going to take my break and I had one friend who who found it difficult to suddenly have no no fisting contact with me and that's we've been through a number of conversations um and it gets better and our communication is sometimes good and sometimes rubbish um because we're only human uh, but I think he's learning also to value me for me, despite not getting sex with me. It's been hard for me to find a, a positive note lately, because I'm, I'm also going through the shitter right now, but uh, difficult roads often lead to beautiful destinations, and I should remind myself of that more often. Um, so that's a mantra that I'm going to be using from now on. Difficult roads lead to beautiful destinations. Yeah, so it's about loving a friend for them, not for how they make you feel but just for them. Yeah. I
1: love you for who you are.
0: I love you for who you are. Liar. I think, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Should we take a quick break? Yeah, let's do that. Let's listen to
1: some sponsors.
0: Hey guys, Hunger FF here. I'm excited to be a part of such fun. So let's celebrate by giving you a 24-hour free trial membership. Sign up today on HungerFF.com select one month membership, and use promo code SUCHFUN at checkout to get free access. I'll see you pigs there. Hey, do you enjoy having your asshole utterly destroyed, leading to big puffy pussy lips? You know, I've never really thought about it. (laughs) How queer. (laughs) Well, um, Do you have a toy for me yeah. that will do just that? I definitely do. It's called The Grip. Ooh. And it's by Top Toys. It's the first toy of theirs that I ever tried. And it's a cone shape which is gorgeous, just sinking into that hole. Um, and once you get over the rim eventually, which you take time for, it kind of locks into place a lot better than any other plug I've ever had. Because uh, it's got a lo- nice long neck, right? And it kind of just sails on right into your chute and it goes thump as it does. And it's just a gorgeous experience. Yeah, I, the first time I
1: tried the grip, um, it's probably the most traditional butt plug that top toys do in terms of it's a very recognisable shape, but it was definitely the most comfortable one like that I've ever tried
0: as well. That's right. Once it's in, it stays in and you get used to it. And oh, it's can, going nowhere. It's going nowhere. I've had to pull that motherfucker out. <laughs> exactly. It's like it's like you have to kind of yank on it to get it back out again. Yeah. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Top Toys is made from 100% body-safe, platinum-cured silicone, catering for people of all levels of experience.
1: They offer clear, easy-to-understand sizing guides so that you know the toy you're buying is right for you.
0: Top Toys is also a proud queer-owned and operated business. Go to toptoys.com where you can shop their entire toy range, as well as fisting accessories like gloves, play sheets, Xlube, lube and branded apparel. For European customers,
1: Top Toys now ships directly from Europe, so no need to worry about hefty customs charges. Alternatively, check the website and find a retailer near you stocking their range. Have fun. Tell us about your fisting break. Well, yeah, very, I mean, very different to your experience. Um, I think the big thing for me in the last few months since we finished recording series two is probably me having a bit more of a realization with my mental health and realizing that my brain doesn't work like other people's something i kind of knew in the back of my mind for a long time but like my emotional reaction to things just doesn't marry up to the things themselves um social situations um, I just have a huge reaction to whether it be panic attacks or taking things like really personally that don't matter. I think, I think I've been really struggling with probably since moving to a new city was kind of dealing with where I fit within. The fetish commun- community and the fisting community. Funny enough, like London's such a huge city, but I kind of felt like I had a place within that, or I, I was very comfortable with my sort of standing within the community at, at large and my place on the internet and Twitter. I was kind of at peace with where I was. And I'm like, well, this is what I do, and this is what I do well. And just in the last few months, it's just all kind of been thrown out of whack. And I'm like, well, am I just really do don't have nothing to offer? Do I have? Um, am I just a terrible artist? Do I do? I don't like 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 everything just came into question, um, and I think that was kind of went hand in hand with moving to a new city and starting a new day job and just everything being mm. u- upended for me, and then being in a city where I don't have as many connections as I as I did London, um, just obviously through the sheer volume of people uh, versus where I, where I am now. Um, And yeah, and I I think as well, a lot of what was going on um, on Twitter and online especially was really affecting me as well. I was letting people's, um, there's a handful of people that, don't care for me that's fine (laughs) I mean I I think I had this conversation with um, Hunger FF and I think think he said to me like that like the more famous he got over the years the more people just like randomly hated him Mm -hmm. for like no reason not that I'm anywhere near on that level obviously Mm -hmm. but just you know I I found that like people who have maybe met once twice some people haven't even met met me like and I would just hear like oh yeah they hate you and I'm like okay (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and i was just in such a bad um space mentally uh, around the beginning of the year like really let that affect me and i went to this one particular fetish party here in manchester and it was just for me on the inside it was a disaster friends who were with me were like you seemed fine and i'm like oh no i was screaming on the inside like everything which is which is always the way um you know every single person that i knew and there was a lot of people that i didn't did know whether whether quite well or just acquaintances and every person that were kind of just wouldn't say anything to me or they were there but didn't tell me they were going to be there i just took everything personally you couldn't you couldn't say, say anything to me that i wouldn't read as like but well, what's that supposed to mean or if you didn't say something to me like, well, why aren't you saying this to me? Yeah. You know, and I kind of left in a bit of a huff for no good goddamn reason. And then the next day I expected like a bunch of messages, of people like, oh, I'm so sorry I didn't get to speak to you. And, you know, like, hey, we should do something. And that didn't happen. And then and my mood was so low for all the week. And then when I tried to explain to people why I was upset and as soon as I verbalized, I was like this is nothing this this is meaningless mm. petty nonsense bullshit yeah. but i realized my but my emotional reaction to stuff is just so out of proportion and i don't know what it is so i had to realize like there's just something inside of me that's just kind of broken and it doesn't work properly so i've been kind of dabbling with like antidepressants um for a bit and then i kind of and you kind of make the mistake of you know you do them for like a month and you're like i feel fine So like i'll just stop taking i'll just them. stop taking and it, i yeah. stopped taking it. i just ran out and I, I i think i was in london at the time and i i i, I wasn't near home and so i was like oh I'll, I'll i'll get to it when i get to it and then it just it's just this thing i forgot about and then i was just in such a foul mood for like two weeks i was like this is not normal and i think it, and and not that long ago as well like our, um um Our family cat had to be put down, which is a very upset to be. It was our family pet for Mm. 14 years. I was quite upset about that for two days, but I was just like, that was a normal, healthy reaction to something. I mourned and I grieved for this lovely animal that was part of my life in two days. And then I sort of, you know, you come to terms with that i was like that was healthy why can i not make these these healthy emotional reactions to when it comes to my place in the fisting community um and how people within the fetish community in general like treat me and talk to me Mm -hmm. and why am i letting so and so who's met me twice (laughs) you know in the flesh suddenly is like oh yeah he fucking hates you i'm like Ugh (laughs) i'm like oh my god get over you know it was just it, it yeah it just it just gets too much and I just I, I and, and, and I messaged you I was like I need a break you need to take over like Twitter and things I, I just I need I have to like just it sounds so redundant in this day and age but yeah like social media was a big part of it as well and I need to just remove everything from my phone all the apps all the dating apps and just and just take a breather from it because I was just really struggling with where I fit into this community and I still don't know if I, if I have made peace with it. I thought I had it. And I think I'm slowly getting it back. But um, I'm on the happy pills. Um, and that's been going well for the last three months.
0: So that's been good. Yeah. I got to say that a lot of this resonates with me. And and of course, I, I, I noticed it at, at the time, I was like, okay, this... Uh, it, like when I, when I took over some organizational things for a short amount of time... I felt like you were you were back into it in no time, and then it was my turn. <laughs> and I, <laughs> it's like, uh, so I, I I get what you're going through. I I think I delete Twitter three times a week at this point. Load it back on my phone, <laughs> have have a day of wanking to Twitter, and then delete it again. Mm. Um, and because I can't. I can't take it. I, I get obsessed. I I wonder. Also, are these people? Do these people still look at my profile? I I don't post anything lately because I have nothing to post because I don't fist most of the time, uh, and I'm comfortable with that. But I just wonder if the community is comfortable with that. And I hear mm-hmm. things like, "Oh, everybody's really upset that you weren't there for Easter in Berlin," and I'm like, "Fuck everybody else." Yeah. I'm not in a position right now where I want to be doing any fisting with people I don't know. Mm. And my mental health is the is the one thing I have to cling to. So if you need to delete Twitter, if you need to go offline, if you need to go and have a mental health day, you do that. Mm. That's all we've got.
1: The thing that really um, stuck out in my brain, and it was fun, I, I, I just did a big rewatch of um, Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Angel. Because um, yes, I am a nerd. Um and there was and there was this line um I think it was an angel um it's one of the characters says to him and it's like oh yeah look at you you know you grew your beard out you hit the gym got your cool swagger attitude like but you're still the same loser nobody wanted to sit with um at lunch at school you know still I just felt that on every fiber of my being <laughs> I was just like you can do this you can achieve that but you're still that awkward guy in social situations that doesn't know what the fuck to say to people. No one wants to talk to you. And that just it just kept going round and round in my brain. And I thought, no matter what I achieve, either through this or as an artist, it doesn't matter. Because you're still the guy that, like, you know, like, so-and-so doesn't want to play with you. Or they, or you don't have this amount of, of in, in engagement on Twitter. Or that. And I just, you know, and it, it's, it's bullshit. Mm, yeah. but, but, but at the time, it was just whirling around in, in, in my gut. And not in a fun, happy and you way. You go spiraling. Yeah,
0: yeah, completely, completely. I spiral out on these negative mm. thoughts.
1: Yeah, and I think a big thing as well because because my play has been so infrequent. Um, I think since moving as well, whether just through the through the stress of day job and moving and things, and it's just I've just not been in the right headspace to play, certainly not play with anybody new. That's just hasn't factored in, in into it for me. I mean, I mean the absolute irony. I'm now in a place where I I can come. <laughs> <laughs> I have a designated play area, and I've just been had almost zero inclination to play completely it's even just been an effort just to sit to sit on toys and then that plays them out and then you know and you go into it and you see all these wonderful trash holes and we love you we love you you beautiful wrecked holes we do. but you go, well i'm not there i'm not that level i'm not got my circle of fist friends i'm playing with every weekend what the fuck am i doing you know and that just keeps going round and round so um again the happy
0: pills are helping <laughs> yeah but it's important of course to note that moving a house whether it be to move it, moving into another city or, or, or within the city, um, uh, is one of the most stressful things a, a person can do. Mm. Uh, so cut yourself some slack. Yeah. And something I'm trying to remind myself of as well is like, cut yourself some fucking slack, give yourself some time. Uh, whew, we put ourselves under too much stress to have everything be working. Yeah. Yeah. It took me a good two, two and a half years to feel like I really had arrived in Berlin uh and and only in retrospect did i i realize that that's normal i
1: think th- i think that's i think it's a big thing as well that i'm i'm looking forward to this series as well is getting out of our no, there's anything wrong in our respective communities and where, where we live of course they're both major cities but just experiencing different destinations as well and engaging with different you know i mean m- i mean mostly america Ob- obviously we've got our trip to darklands this year as well so that i know there's gonna be people from
0: all over the globe there darklands is super fun it's your first time yeah
1: huh? and and pe- people i want to meet who want to meet me want to meet you as well so i think that will I, I think that's the good thing as well because i i, I i've kind of realized with with online like it's not real it's not a real thing and what i'm looking forward to is actually having these real connections yes. Yes. You know what I mean? And it's like you know, like yes, play and fit it's f- Great. Yes, please. Um, but, but also just like, hey, you're real and you're what, you know, your your attachment to me or whatever you get out of me and whatever content I pour into the community, that's real to you. You know what I mean? That's mm. that's yeah, it's yeah, it's it, it, it's um it's a tangible thing as well. So that's yeah. something I'm really looking forward to with this series, which is why we asked Absolutely. for a lot more money to pay for this so we could go and do this. You basically funded
0: our mental health. This series—that's what series three is. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Now, you—you—you you speak the truth there. It's—it's it's these real human interactions that uh, that have been missing for us more than normal. Even we're in a time in history where we've we've created so many imaginary things. The list is boundless. Uh, you know, largely due to the internet, we created all these things that don't really exist in in reality. They just exist in our exist in our collective minds. But to actually meet someone and touch them and speak to them and laugh with them uh, and, you know, have sex with them, uh, that's, that's really what it is to be human or to be an animal or to or whatever. It's, it's something tangible. It's something visceral um, that's, that's been missing. And that's super healthy to get back into that. Yeah. Because that's what the community is actually built on. So we'll reconvene at the end of this series
1: and we'll see if we fixed our issues. That's your we <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> is that a pact? Okay,
0: great. We'll see. If we... I promise to be better. <laughs> we'll see if I found love. Uh, see if we've gotten deeper than ever. Deeper. Yes. We'll see how many boyfriends I can acquire, please. Oh, that's that's, that's another thing I wanted to mention. Um, my, my asshole throughout this break. I'll admit that I've played on dildos a few times <gasps> Cheater and, and every time I haven't needed to use any warm-up toys mm. My arsehole's just bigger than ever it's the break I think that helps. It's just like not putting pressure on myself, not feeling like I need to do anything.
1: It's so corny, but like I I, I played with my toys last night, and it'd been a while, and I just you know, and I every time I think, oh, it's the weekend, I should rage a fist thing, and anyone I did want to play with wasn't available. All the people that did want to play with me, I was like, eh, I don't know, I you know, it was just too too much of a gamble. You know, I just thought, I don't know. I'm mm. just not I'm not uh, you know getting weird vibes. I thought fuck it, I'll just sit on my toys, and it just felt like work every time. It's like oh I suppose I should do this right? and then it just felt like the mood was right yesterday the clean out the mm, clean, clean out took a while um, but you know and then I just got back on it and I was like okay okay we've got this she's still loose she's still got it she's still oh, good she is. Sat on my <laughs> Atlas that's 11 around I was like yeah okay nice. right to where we were at the summer yes there we go so yeah I was like okay but you know just no pressure on myself and I was like
0: yeah Lucy goosey yes. And you know what I love the most? My hole? Is I, I, I do love your hole. It's been a while, actually. Yes. <laughs> we are sharing a hotel room in Darklands. That's true. And I'll probably be more in the mood than I was uh, a few weeks ago when I came to visit mm. for the recon party. Um, but what I love about my hole play these days, because I only ever sit on a toy if I really feel I want to. It's not out of duty anymore. Um, and what I love about that is I'm not expecting myself to to reach a, a wider or deeper point than ever before. I'm just looking for pleasure and like that's my goal my goal is pleasure it's nothing else and so I probably play slower on toys than I used to Even slower I always played slowly But I play like super slowly now I'm just like Oh let me see Just let me have a, have a mm. feel around mm. oh, Is it feeling good yet? If it's mm. not feeling good yet Just wait there Just just chill out where you're at Or hop off the dildo And then start again in a few minutes mm. And then the pleasure comes It takes its time But it comes And I'm just mm. like Oh yeah Oh yeah Get in there, get, get there nice and deep Get in my can <laughs> and and like I said I think I'm wider now than I ever have been before <laughs> due to this lack of expectation and lack of needing to meet up with anybody to do it mm. who yeah like, as you say you know the connection might not be there you're, you're taking a risk by meeting up with somebody new all of this stuff mm.
1: <gasps> do you know what I want to do again? I want to get double fisted again I know I know and I'm crazy <laughs> it's been a while <laughs> Do you know if Ereva is going to be at Darklands? I asked him. He's not. No. <laughs> if you have teeny tiny hands, you let me know. Right in. Right in, people. Right in.
0: <laughs> Look, I'll, I'll try. I'll try, but I am I might still be a bit big. Okay. Where there's a will, there's a way.
1: Yeah. No. Yeah. By like day three of
0: Darklands, I'm like, do it. Do it. Do it. They're not that big. Yeah. Just, just push harder. If in doubt, push harder. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That's how that works. Okay.
1: Um, I think that's all I wanted to talk, talk to you about. Same. Okay.
0: Love your face. Love you long time. Bye. Bye.